What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend and Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's tacovas, T E C O V A S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wind Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. Woohoo! Woo! Jen, you're back. Oh my God, I missed you. I missed you so too. much. I was in no idea. I really missed you. It was weird not having you on the show last episode. It was super weird. I know. Um, but I was in Nashville for a week and then I went to Michigan for a week for Fourth of July. It was so, so cool. I saw you were at the Cherry Festival. I loved it. Yeah, it was so fun. Um, I had a few friends that were there. Dan and Shay was playing, and we have a place close to Traverse City, so I was like, let's go. What did you do for the 4th? I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. What did I, I know. I feel like it's did been you do your forever. <laughs> I did. Oh, my what? God. You did? I did. Jana. When? On God, June- I've missed so much. Okay, on June twenty second, okay. I went in and had my complete torso light bulb at stop um, at the Beverly Hills. That was fast. You just went in for a freaking consultation. Elite. Yeah, elite body sculpture. They torso oh they light bulb my whole torso. I was awake the whole time. And guess what? What Saturday morning, I was up. Went to breakfast. Went to coffee. Stop. Uh, went to a kid's birthday party. Went to an adult birthday party at night. Where did they like, did, did they sew it back up or like? No, did you... I didn't even have stitches. How did, well, where so... did they suck it? Did they suck it out from your butthole? Or where, like, no, where did they suck it they out put, from? They use a tiny little heated laser uh, metal rod and it's uh. just these little tiny holes. I was, I'm completely healed. I didn't even get a bruise. I didn't bruise nothing. How many cookies have you eaten since? None. <laughs> And it was like, how much weight eight, did you lose? Like almost eight pounds. And I'm still swollen. Wow. Gone. Bye bye. Worth it? Totally worth it. What? I feel so good. I mean, I thought you looked amazing before. But I love I you. Mean, Thank you. No, you I just needed, amazing. I feel really good. I mean, I'm swollen, but I um, I feel really good. And good. it kind of jump started everything for me. And it was a really awesome experience. That's great. I'm, I'm happy for you because you you sound like you're just like, it's like a weight has been lifted off <laughs> your torso and you just sound happier. So I love it was, that. No, it, it feels really good. And I'm really, I'm really happy that I did it. I really am. Okay. Well, um, I'm happy that you did it for you and that you were happy you. and that it went good. Cause I was, I was just scared of the, did they, they, they put you down. Yeah. 
laughing gas. Oh, that stuff's the bomb. <laughs> that was it. I was awake the whole time. So good. I was awake. That's crazy. Um, I'll okay. show you video. I will. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I have video, video if you want to see it. No, but totally. I was going to text you and let you know. And then I was like, oh, I'll just wait until I see her because it'll be so much more fun. I love that. Hey, I have something I have to bring up because I was talking with Amy about it. Yeah. So I was telling her about my anxiety and just telling okay. her things. Yeah. Do you know that we both do the same thing? We, I, I don't ever drive on an expressway <gasps> or freeway. And she's Stop like, it. Jen doesn't either. And I was like, no way. I thought I was the only weirdo. Wait a second. You have, the, we have the same thing. I've never in my life have once gotten on the 405 or the 101 or any other expressway without someone else in the car with me. I cannot drive an expressway or freeway or whatever you guys call it. Yeah. Alone. I could do it maybe for a little bit if someone else is in the car with me. But I still sometimes like will have a panic attack and have to get off. Oh my god, we suffer from the exact same thing. Now I have a, I have a, I have a question. Okay, can you drive the freeways in Michigan? <sighs> That's a really good. Honestly, okay. So when I'm in Nashville, I can drive it from. There's a certain point I can drive it from my Brentwood location to downtown. But okay. there are many times when I have to get off on an exit. Because I start to get dizzy and then I'm like, oh my God, I'm having uh-huh. a panic attack. So I, but I, I, I now have like decided or I've tried to like talk myself out of like, you're fine. You're not going to have a panic attack, but that I'm makes like, it worse sometimes. It does. It makes it totally worse. So I end up just taking like Franklin all the way down or just a, like, I'll take Ventura all the way down here. Like I just, I won't get on it. I just, for some reason, I just have such anxiety. I don't like getting stuck in traffic. I want to be able to have an exit strategy mm-hmm. where I can get off and not be stuck. Because if I'm stuck, like you better call the National Guard and get me airlifted. Because <laughs> <laughs> I will like knock on someone's door. I mean, there was a point where I, I remember one time when I first moved to LA, I had to get out of my car on the expressway and get help. And I called like nine one one because I was like, I can't. Drive oh my wow! Car. I know. Seriously, I, was, like, I, like, I started to like pass out. I just get I freak out. And I'm just well, like, so ha- so you can drive it and somewhere else, just not here. I can drive in Metro Detroit okay. a little bit here and there. Okay. But I prefer to take like the mile roads yeah, there. Same. Here, I've been on the freeway maybe three or four times in the 14 years I've lived here. Wow. And that's with someone in the car. Yeah. One same. time I got on, I got on the freeway on accident and I was like, <laughs> oh, no. oh my God, what am I going to do? Oh my God, I'm going to die. But yeah. I really, I think that, can we have somebody on to talk about this? Why do we have this phobia? What, what? I don't know. I mean, I would love to have someone on, you know, just an anxiety specialist or something. Because yeah. I remember I'd started to work with a therapist that would be like, okay, drive on the expressway from mm-hmm. exit to exit. Like, you know, this exit to this exit. And right. then it'll get better and better. But for some reason, I just got worse and worse. And then I was just like, screw it. I don't need to put myself through this when I don't have to be on this expressway. Right. And what about when Mike's driving? Oh, I'm totally fine. If he's You're driving, totally yeah, fine. I'm like the best, like, shotgun rider. Okay. Is he minus a good driver? Fact, well, I will say this. Minus the fact he always gets mad at me because... When I see someone breaking in front of me, I'm like, hey, oh, and he, he gets really mad at me. So now I just usually make up a song. I'm like, la, 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 <laughs> like if he gets really close to a car. But no, he's good. He's just like, he's aggressive and I'm aggressive too. I'm like the main okay. streets. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, if we were stuck on traffic on an expressway and he was driving, no problem. I'd be like in my glory day sitting back on Instagram. Calm. Yeah, super calm. But mm-hmm. if it was me, oh no. I mean, when I was in Nashville, I had my girlfriend. I was driving with Leslie. We were going to Green Hills. I had to pull over on the side of the road because I was like, Leslie, I'm getting dizzy. I need you to drive. Like, I can't do this. I was trying to be wow. strong and I can't do it. You just can't do it. I can't. I feel your pain. And I always I do. I'm glad you do because then I, now I yeah. don't feel as alone because there's there's a time too. And this is what I say in my head. At any point, I can stop my car and get an Uber. And that yep. helps me a little bit. Oh, that's that's good. So that like helps knowing that like I can pull over, park mm-hmm. my car, call an Uber and drive me to the next point. Yeah. I wonder, do you I have anxiety scared? anywhere else? No. I've, really? Okay. I have no other anxiety, but I people drive so fast on the on the freeway out here. <sighs> they really and do. I, that's where I get so scared. Yeah, it is scary. I, it's like, oh God. I, just, I almost become, I'm frozen. Yeah. And that scares me. 
Right. Because a frozen car on the freeway is <laughs> yes. not a good thing. But no, we should. We definitely should have someone on. So we should get Amy on that because, I mean, Amy yeah. won't even go up an elevator or on an airplane. Right. Yeah, so she like, has all kinds she's of. She's got all kinds of weird yeah, things. Severe, going weird on. things. Yeah. So <laughs> we should the definitely. The elevator alone. I mean, I don't know. How, she could never live in New York. Um. Yeah. No, I know. I Ever. Mean, no. Unless she wants to get some really good butt workouts and walk That's 30 true. flights yeah. up. 36 flights. So I want to tell you that I finally watched Handmaid's Tale. <gasps> I did. I binge watched it over the 4th of July. I know. You did. And I have some questions for you. For me? About this. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just wondering, and um, number one, did you love it? Oh, I, it's so dark. I love anything dark. That's the okay. thing. Where at first I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this, mm-hmm. but then I'm like, oh, I'm going to love this once it got into it. Cause I just, it's so dark and twisted that I'm like, yeah. give me more. Well, also did the relationship stuff trigger anything? I'll say this. Anything that's related to mm-hmm. my situation is always triggering. Okay. I mean, yeah. like I said, like with the Tristan, I'm like, that's so, you know, the Kardashian, like how can a Kardashian drama trigger me? <laughs> like, right. yeah, but it did, true. you know, yeah, how can did. like, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it can be the, anything correlated with it makes mm-hmm. me. And I, you know, if it's even in a movie, like we were watching something the other day and they said, you know, um, something about an affair and I was like, oh, and it's everywhere. So I'm like, I'm constantly like dodging like things and having right. to like, I mean, now the good news is, is that I don't go oh like you've made me feel these things now i'm able to just be like okay and then it mm-hmm. goes passes but yeah i mean it's definitely is yeah. triggering for sure but okay. i'm at a point now where i can watch it and enjoy it and enjoy it and just be aware that you're feeling that way just because of and not take those it out are your him. feelings yes. and not take it out on him that's yeah. good good but i used to be i used to do that take it out on him for sure right but you've had all this growth you know you're more you're so self-aware now but so. I love the fact that Rita is she's she knows she can't be a mom on the show but she's a mom to two boys so I'm excited to kind of see what you know the I difference know, is between it's your character. so cool and whose side is she on oh I don't know that's tricky yeah but I just love something like for myself I love being able to like what I was like it was my time away I was like hey Mike yep. I'm going to watch this like you, you get to watch your, like he watches the show called the last OG and I'm like, I'm going to watch Handmaid's Tale. Leave me alone. <laughs> right. That you gave yourself permission yeah. to go have some me time. And it was so great. Right? I mean, I blamed it on work. I was like, I'm interviewing like Amanda, but yeah. at the same time I was like, oh, I'm like loving this me time. Yeah. You need to schedule it in. I think I'm going to. It's just like I have my Wednesday nights. You need to have your, you know, whatever. I know your, it's very true. Your Saturday afternoon. Well, and I was also thinking something today too. Um, what I was he was asking me about my day and I was like, well, you know, I'm filming the podcast and recording mm-hmm. the podcast and I have to go pick up a few things and I really, really want to get my nails done. But for some reason I had, a, I didn't tell him because I didn't want him to be like, oh, well I have to work and you're going to get your nails done. I'm like, why can't oh. I just, why do I have to feel bad about getting my nails done? You I haven't had my bad. nails done in over a month and a half. Like why can't, what, but why like for some reason I felt like I couldn't say that because then he'd be like, not that he would, and he wouldn't at all. He'd be like, absolutely, right. babe, go do your thing. Like, he's mm-hmm. the most supportive about, like, my time. But I have a hard time making my time my time. Does that make sense? It's mom guilt. Is that what it is? It's mom guilt. It's But it's, it's not about me not wanting to see Jolie, because I just had two weeks with her, and I'm like, I need a minute. But yet I still have a hard time giving myself that minute. So yeah. this is my first step was the Handmaid's Tale, and now. And you are working. Yeah, but I mean, to me, this is fun. You know what I mean? I know. And he's, but, you know, and I do my Instagram stories, but whatever. Remember I told you guys, I think it was episode one. I was saying that I'm so boring. I only watch like mom stuff. I watch like, you know, puppy dog pals and the Mickey Mouse Club. And I said I needed to find a show and everyone told me about Handmaid's Tale. Well, I have binge watched it and I'm so excited that I have Amanda Bruegel in the studio today. Woo! Hey, girl. Hey. I, okay, let me just say this. (laughs) So when I first like saw the image of Handmaid's Tale, I thought it was going to be like Little House on the Prairie. (laughs) I know. Because like the way, like it was just like the the hats and like, you know what I mean? So I was like, I don't know what it was. I just thought it was going to be like Little House on the Prairie. Okay. It is not Little House on the Prairie. No, girl. It took a turn for you then. Dang. Yeah. It's like, but I like love dark stuff. 
well, then you're good. Yeah. It, like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I binge watched it over the 4th of July and I really love your character because uh-huh. it's like you, you play Rita. Yes. Do you want to tell the listeners who haven't watched Handmaid's Tale? I, well, I play Rita and Rita is uh, a Martha, basically the Handmaid's Tale. Well, you don't, you can't have kids. You can't have kids. Yeah. And so the Handmaid's Tale, you just women that are fertile are taken and forced into uh, being made as sort of cattle, breeding cattle. Right. And the women that can't have kids, Marthas, are just essentially cooks and cleaners. We're sort of the slaves of the houses where the handmaids live. And so I live in the main house where the main handmaid, who's Elizabeth Moss, lives. And the crazy thing about that is, but you do have two boys. So you're like, I know <laughs> you get to play like two very different two, roles. I know, I know, I know. And it's just fun, right? It's, it's, it, God, it's so much fun. And I love the idea of not being a handmaid. See, I have a theory about my character. I think that she is fertile. I think that she just happened to oh. pull a fast one on them just so she could like if I were to do it I would probably be a Martha too you're a cook you're a cleaner you don't get ceremonious like you don't get raped every month you just, true very true yeah. but like if it was more like of a little house in the prairie which it's not nope. <laughs> like you would want to be like the mother and not just like the cook and the cleaner totally but totally. even though I feel like being a mom is a cook and a cleaner and you know what I mean? Like yeah. I take everything from us. No, we do. We do do everything. <laughs> we do everything. I know it's the worst. And it is crazy dark as a mom too. So, but no, it's uh when are you going to let your kids watch? No, never. <laughs> never. So my kids know. So I'm Canadian. So yeah. Like, okay. Where in Canada are you from? Toronto. Okay. Oh, I love Toronto. Yeah. I'm from Michigan. So I like, we'd go up there. Oh, so when same. We're like 19. Or yeah. 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 You must've loved <laughs> yeah. it. Well, and my kids don't, it's not really like, there's not posters everywhere. Like there are here and it's not really, it's do you, oh, so you live deal. in Canada. I live in Canada. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. yeah, like Canadian. Does it? Is it not? But they have Hulu in Canada. No, we don't. No, and we will. They watch what? it. It's on like a sister program called Bravo, but it's on on Sunday nights. It's a little more obscure there, so my kids don't really. I'm on another. How old show are your there. kids again? Uh, four and seven. Oh yeah, yeah. They're so that yeah. That's young. Yeah. So that's but they don't know like. No. I mean, they know you're an actress, obviously. They do, but they think that I like. They think that I just go and I put on a dress. And I go to work and I do like I put on dresses and then I come home like they don't really know yet. And it's, that's I'm happy with that. You're I'm like, happy. Yeah, exactly what I do. Exactly what I do. <laughs> if yeah. only they knew. Yeah, I know. I know. So they they they're interested and they're starting to hear more about it. I guess sometimes when I drop my one son off at school, the teachers have a meltdown. Like some of his teachers like either start to cry or they panic because they like they're meeting you. I mean, it's like they a, love it. Well, it's I mean, the people that watch it and I get it now. It's like you become a like a, fa- a cult. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. It's, it's intense. Yeah. It really is. I was on the street yesterday. I mean, it's nominated for everything. It's like, who knew Hulu? You know what I mean? It's I like, know. right. I'm like, in the beginning, you're like, oh, Hulu, that network is now it's like nominated Emmys. Like, what? I know. I know. It's and intense. every, I know. And the nominations come out tomorrow, the next day. I think. Yay. Yes. Yeah. Fingers no, crossed. Yeah. Everyone's going to get, no, I'm not, but like my. Wait, why did you say that? I well, think you're amazing. Thank you. But it's not for you. That's so nice of you. But there's so many more people like I feel like Yvonne is who plays Serena Joy. Yeah. Like, I think she's going to get her first nomination. I That'd hope she is. Alexis Bledel and Liz, Elizabeth. Like, I think everyone's going to kill it. Well, I'm rooting for you guys because now I'm like a super big fan. What's your favorite and least thing about your character? Uh, favorite Playing thing, the character. I love I love um how quiet she is and how sort of silent mm-hmm. it is. She, you say a lot through not talking. Yeah. And I love yeah. that. And it was hard at the beginning. At the beginning, I was like, am I going to just chop vegetables <laughs> all the time? Cause I'll do You're it. Like, but, <laughs> I mean, I'll do it. Show me the paycheck. I'll do it. I'll but do I'm it. not going to be like, happy but, about it. yeah, but then like, I grew to love it because as an actor, you just sort of rely on your words and you don't really, it's a lot of headless sort of weird heads just floating around mm-hmm. with no bodies and so I really started to rely on physicality and stuff and I put rocks in one of my shoes to give her more of a limp and I have like oh. I started leaning on stuff to create more of a three-dimensional person through physicality so I love 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 that um the on the flip side of that it's hard sometimes when you're playing someone who is so mysterious you can mm-hmm. get not bored of it but I'd like to know I, I'd like to know a little bit more about her. Like she's even right. so much of a mystery for me personally that I'm like, what's your favorite color? What's right, your, right. Like, what do you, I would just like to know a little more about her. And I think that's going to happen in season three. Do you have a say, like, do you get to talk to the writers to kind of say like, Hey, this is what I would like to see. Or you just are kind of like, just thankful. I'm happy to be here. Kind yeah, of. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Vibe. Like they're really, they're crazy collaborative. I'm just honestly, all of us are just happy to be there, but they they understand and they listen, but they also have a vision. Like they're so 
specific. I think they have like the next like nine years mapped out. So they, they already know where they're going. They're good. I mean, as an actor, it's like to know that like you're on like an insanely hit show. Yeah. I mean, and then to know that like you've got years to come. How freaking lucky you are. Yeah, I'm lucky, but none of us know. None of us are safe. I think the only person that's safe really is Elizabeth. And But every, all of us, like they say all the time, all of us could go at any second. And that's I think we so will. mean. I know. I know. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I know. Here's some brownies I made for y'all. I know. I know. We do that all the time. Hey, guys. Hey, I'm just so happy to be here and so grateful. Yeah. And I love my trailer. It's, yeah. It's yeah, like, no problems at all. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, but it's like on the side, they're like, what are you doing? Like, because... For me, like um, I was on a show called One Tree Hill, and it was mm-hmm. great. I love my character, but you kind of, uh, for me, I was I got a little bored getting the mundane. Even though you're so grateful and yes. so happy, but it's just like okay, now this becomes a job. So, are you doing anything on the side? Like, are you I doing do, a movie once a year? Or? I do that, and I also do a Canadian series as well. Oh, it's cool. a comedy in the summers. It's like my summer, so I'm living here for the summer, but I fly back and forth to do that. What's that called? It's called Kim's Convenience. It's oh, like. Fun. The Cosby Show, but with Koreans in a convenience store. So it's nothing like The Cosby Show. I don't know why I said that. It's just the cultural, like a lot of people I found in the 80s like could relate to the Cosbys as a family and loved them, mm-hmm. um, even though they didn't look like them. The same thing with this this show. It's just a bunch of Koreans being crazy. I love it. So yeah. you're able to have like a different outlet and kind of get away from Rita. Totally. And that Totally. Thing. And I came from comedy. I only had done comedy really before. Like I really? did a movie called Room with Brie Larson. Oh, yeah. I did a couple other things, but, I, but comedy is sort of my thing. And so being able to really go back there after something so dark like Handmaid's, it's good. It's like summer camp for me. So I, I love, love that. Yeah. That's so, uh, that's so crazy. Like you're comedy and then you're like on Handmaid's Tale. I know. And not speaking <laughs> and like, being so mean and angry all the time. Yeah. What does your husband think about? Do you ever bring that home uh, by accident? I'm kind of like that at home, especially you're Rita at home. A little bit. If I have to chop a lot, I don't like chopping. I don't like yeah. doing like. Does he not help? No. No, he does. He does. He'll, he'll okay. barbecue. Okay. So Sometimes. Kind of. <laughs> How long have you guys been married for? 15 years. 15 years. Yeah, we got married young. We did it young. I'm like, you, you're my age. No. 30s? So adorable. No, 41. Okay, so we got like younger than that. That's really nice. Your skin's really nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. She's like, she's like, like, by the way, walked in. I was like, you're a Barbie doll. Oh, You walked in like a a human Barbie doll. It's so cute. No, they, they, made me do this because they were like please don't look like Rita and, and embarrass us on the streets <laughs> no. um, but uh, no he loves it my husband's a police officer oh awesome in Canada and so it's a very different we have very obviously different lifestyles so it's like he's re- living the real Gilead like really messed up situations every day that are real yeah and I come home and I was like oh god it was so hard at work and he's the one who grounds me because he's a bit like really yeah really? none of it's real Right. And you guys have two boys. Two boys, yeah. Are you done or do you want to try for a girl? Yeah, done. You didn't want a girl? No. No. I I did, but it's over. The party's over. I'm not doing anything. (laughs) It was the worst two pregnancies. So we were talking before um, we got on air and I was telling her, uh, I was telling her that I'm pregnant and I've been really sick and I was still throwing up and you said that you had hyperemesis. I did. And she had, she, were you, did you have the tubes in your arm, the IV when you were filming? I did. When I was filming, when I was filming a different show, it was a comedy. It wasn't funny at all, but I would be sitting. You're like, ha ha ha, this is so great. I'm puking. <laughs> and I, every, every morning in makeup, cause I found for me mornings were really, really bad. And by the end of the day, the medication kicked in. Okay. But for me, the medication, the side effects with, the Zofran, I just got really like loopy and kind of <laughs> stoned. So there was like this high pregnant lady on set. So, oh, Who worked for the character. I, I get, I yeah, it. sure. Totally. And it's, yeah. So I wouldn't, even though I did it twice and I love it and I love my boys, they're so great. Blah, blah, blah. I, there's no, no, I'm not doing it again. I, no. I totally hear you. I'm, this is my second and I'm done. Is it? So, yeah, I'm done. Did you have it before? I was really sick with my daughter, Jolie, but this is by far the worst I've ever been. The worst. Yeah, like, like terrible. I had a girlfriend, this is now taking a sidetrack, but I'm going to tell you anyways. I had a girlfriend that she did it for her third. She was hospitalized at like, I don't know, the 12th week. Mm-hmm. Hospitalized all the way until she had the baby. <gasps> like in hospital, couldn't move, couldn't sit up. All right, well then we're a little grateful. I know. Okay. Yeah. Let's be grateful for what we have. Fine. What's the worst thing about your marriage? <laughs> um, okay, worst thing. Ah! <laughs> time if you're married to if you're married to someone who does shift work and I didn't know this before Mm -hmm. signing up but ladies or gentlemen out there if just really think hard when you marry someone who does shift work because you're never they're never there so what does that mean like shift work like like shift work um like uh who doesn't work for like a nine to five oh yes so his shifts are like he'll sometimes start at 11 o'clock at night 
and then come home at 7 a.m. in the morning. And when you have two kids or just even when you want to see each other, I'm up all day and he's and when I'm sleeping, he's up. And it's just it's, that's the most difficult thing. Right. Is he able to like fix that or no? No, unless he quits. So hmm. Hmm. You are I know. He could. He, <laughs> he could be the one cutting and chopping things. Yeah, yeah, he could. He could. But he was not. That's probably not his thing. No, it's not his jam. I think yeah. he just wants to run with a gun all the time. <laughs> so weird. Um so yeah, I'd say that's the most difficult thing about us. What's Otherwise the best? We, um the balance, like balancing okay. each other. I think that if I had married if anyone is married to an actor or someone in the creative field, it's great. But I think two people in the business at the same time, it can be good. But 99% of the situations I've seen it go like crazy. Yeah, I've never I've never been able to make it work ever. No. I've dated like actors and I also did country. I dated. It's like this just never works. You dated country? Well, so no, I, I used to be a country artist. Oh. Well, I'm a country artist yeah. and I've dated a couple of country artists too. And no. that never works. No. Yeah. And there's a lot of like jealousy behind so the scenes much. and like. So much. Yeah. I, I just dated one actor and I remember booking something. It was Friday the 13th, part 10. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It wasn't even that good. Like if you're going to be jealous, <laughs> be jealous hard. of something. I know. And he, Let me just tell you, he's jealous of The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, okay. now he is. <laughs> yeah. Now he is. I know yeah. he is. But he he was like. I, he couldn't be happy for me. I was still in university. It was my first job and he didn't talk to me for a month. He was like, I don't answer my phone. Like, don't call me. Don't, we're just going to have to take a month break. So yeah. I accepted it. And I was like, well, maybe this is the way it goes when you're dating an actor. No, it's just not normal. It's, it's not, no, it's not. But yeah. I will say like on the flip side, like I was really jealous. Like when I was dating someone and he was like headlining stuff and I'm like, I want to be headlining. Really? Like, you know, I don't know. I just, I got jealous. But were you younger at the time? Yeah, I was like, younger. I was in my like. 20s and had had yeah and, and had, I, I had just, like like I had had success on like other sides of things and so it's just I don't know yeah yeah and but it's now I'd be like happy for someone but I like the fact that my husband is has something different but he does that shift work too does he? so he's in medical sales so like he doesn't like some days he'll work he'll leave at 5 30 in the morning won't come home to like 11 o'clock at night and I'm like hello I've right. done this, that, and that. Also, like, bathe their child and fed in. And, yes. blah, blah, blah. and I'm, I'm I'm frustrated. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'm tired, too. I'm like, I don't give a crap. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know. I'm a different type. Like, my soul is tired from these children is what I tell him all the time. Like, I know you're physically tired, but I was yeah. like, my, my heart is tired. Well, I tell him this. I go, I feel like my daughter abuses me throughout the day. Like, <gasps> I'm just like, well, she can be so mean sometimes. Like, psychologically? Well, like, she's she's a toddler, so she's two and a half. So it's like, oh. you know, when she gets mad, she hits me. And I'm like, Jolie, you can't hit mommy. And, like, she's just, like, her, her, like, temper tantrums. I'm like, I feel like she's just, like, she tears me down sometimes. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I know. I have a, my four-year-old does that, and he's... I think I said three before, but he's four. He just turned four. I forget his birthdays because he's the one I don't, he's the one I don't like. Mom goes. Um, but he, <laughs> he, there are times when I, I regret him so much and he's so wonderful, but also no, I know. like I could have done without him. But he's I always say now. like, I can't wait to put them to bed. Yeah. And then I'm, but at the same time, like, oh, I kind of miss her. I kind of want to go in and cuddle her. I said that no. to a friend of mine. I go through the whole day and yeah. then at the end of the day, I'm dying and I just, I have one glass of wine and I'm clenching it and I'm throwing them in their bedrooms. And then I go downstairs <laughs> and then I just look at pictures of them throughout yeah. the day. Like, what is wrong with us? I know. It's so bad. I will just, I just want to say that I am just like so excited to have my wine again. Cause it's like, <gasps> yeah, it's tough. Not yeah. being able to drink wine. Yeah, no, I know. I didn't. I tried. That's my piece. That's my time. It's not even my piece. It's just my, it's like brushing my teeth. It's just yeah. part of my day <laughs> with the wine. Being a mom and I'm like, I have girlfriends like, oh, I don't drink every day. I'm like, you will when you have kids. Oh, you will. And when you have <laughs> yeah. two? Yeah. It's, you have to. If you don't, Double you're lying. Like you're lying. You're I doing trust, something every day. I don't day. trust them, Maybe that person. I, there's just no trust to be had. No, and it's so much more fun. It's fun for everyone. And I'm not advocating being an alcoholic mom, but I am. <laughs> because it's, everyone has fun that way. No, it's just, it's, it's. It's fine. It's yeah. our thing, you know? Yeah. Well, I like, I, I so appreciate you being on the show. Um, I think you're fantastic. I think you're beautiful. You. You're a great role model for kids and you're on a, <laughs> and Such for a moms, but you get mom to the, all the alcoholic moms out there. We love you. We stand with you. And, um, Handmaid's Tale season three, when's it coming out? Uh, so October we start filming. So season three comes out next year. Where do you guys film again? Canada. Oh my God, that's so great. I know. I don't have to go anywhere, which is like, I'd like, I'd more rather film here because it's warm, but also my kids are in school. We have a routine. My nanny's there. So it's great. I love it. Yeah. Okay. You guys give it up for Amanda. Okay. Green Chef. 
Green Chef is also amazing. It's the first USDA certified organic meal kit delivery service that includes everything you need to cook delicious gourmet meals that you can feel good about. Green Chef sends premium organic ingredients and imaginative new recipes each week. Like I said, it's so fantastic because I don't have to worry about what I'm going to get at the grocery store or what I'm going to make. I know that Green Chef is going to take care of me with um, a good diet. It's going to be clean. And they design recipes with gourmet flavor you typically only find in restaurants. Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit delivery service. And I want to give you guys $50 off your first box. So go to greenchef.us Jana. That's greenchef.us slash Jana for $50 off your first box of Green Chef. That's greenchef.us slash Jana. Okay, so Amanda was by far the sweetest girl ever. I'm so excited that I got to meet her. And I'm really, really, really pumped. I mean, this has just been such a fun day. So, so much girl time because I have two of my favorite girls in the studio right now. Maddie and Taya! We're here, we're here. And I love the fact that I got a sheet about Maddie and Taya. I'm like, (laughs) you guys, I don't need a sheet about Maddie and Taya. Like, I I know everything about you girls. I love you girls. Oh, we love you. There's so much to catch up on. I know, I was like, we started kind of talking in the halls and I'm like, shh, but we just have to stop. This is good stuff. Um, I'm going to tell you two fun facts about Maddie and Taya. Um, The first is... So, you know, like when you're pregnant and you give birth and you're in the hospital and, you know, management usually sends you flowers and then mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just like, it's like, oh, that's sweet. Like my label sent me flowers or, oh, that's sweet. My management. And then I get a beautiful bouquet from Maddie and Tay. Oh, birthing a like, child is a huge that, deal. Yes, you should get flowers from everybody. <laughs> but I was like, that's right. how sweet. Oh, I mean, that was no just thing. like, it was, I literally like cut c-section all and i was like oh maddie and jason flowers like i will just i will never forget that it was like the sweetest thing and i will be expecting flowers for the second round yes you got it girl give us that due date boo of course hospital. but the second one is they have a song on my record that they wrote called did you know this easton (gasps) and by the way easton's gonna jump into he's like a mad like maddie and tay fan Like, he's so excited. He's, like, all red right now in the corner. He's like... <laughs> um, but they they wrote Boomerang, which is on my 31 album. Oh my which goodness. I yeah. love Incredible. the way that y'all did it. It was, oh, like, so oh rock and roll and sexy. Yes. It was... I remember we got to play, I can't remember what show it was that we did together, but you It was a radio it. show, right? It was a radio yeah. show. I think it was in Seattle or something. It was with Fitz. All I know oh. is it was freezing outside. Yes, it was freezing. And you were pregnant with Jolie. Uh-huh. And um, you sang Boomerang, and I was like, oh, my mm-hmm. gosh, this is so cool. Like, Man, you worked it. Oh, I know. Sweet. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm so grateful that you cut that song. Well, thanks for letting me have it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't even know where to start because there's just so much. Like, I want to talk about, like, everything. But let's start with the label debacle. Yes. Mm. Okay. So they, Jen, she, so, and listeners, they were on Big Machine. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Which is Scott Borchetta label. It, well, there was Dot. It was like yeah. a version of the Big Machine label. Right. right. The Taylor right. Swift label. Yeah. Everyone calls it. Like an, an imprint. A leg. An imprint yeah. of it. And who, yeah. who else was on Dot? It was Harley y'all. Pierce, okay. Drake White, um, Tucker Bethard. Uh, I think Steven Tyler Steve, was on Yeah, Steven Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I can't really remember. So, I mean, but. they were, I mean, your guys, you know, Girl and Country song was, I mean, that song blew up so fast. You guys were an absolute overnight sensation. I mean, you you have to have felt that too. I mean, you were on every morning show and late night show. I mean, it's just, it, it blew up huge. It was it, wild. I didn't realize that it was huge. You until didn't? No. Wow. I just... I well, I was like, damn, that's huge. That was all we knew. <laughs> yeah, we were just like... It was all we knew at that time. Yeah, like we didn't know how cool it was yeah. until being on the other end of things and seeing what it's yeah. like to not like have all that stuff going on. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it makes you appreciate it you know, now, but mm-hmm. I mean, we were only 19 when all that happened. So we were just like, we had no idea what was going on. Just pretending like we knew what we were doing. Mm-hmm. We still don't know what we're doing. Let's be real. But <laughs> it was hard to find time to stop and smell the roses. Honestly, it was yeah. just, you know, it was every day, which we're very grateful for now being able, like Maddie said, to look back and realize, oh, okay, that's not no, that's not the norm right. for yeah. a brand new right. artist to kind yeah. of have that 
blow up wow. overnight. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. That success, but it was crazy. <laughs> so what then happened? Where was the fall? So in 2016, uh, yeah, December. Or 17. Well, it was technically very, very beginning of 2017, but yeah. we had actually gone in to start cutting our second record, our sophomore record, mm-hmm. December of 2016. So we were like, all right, we're going to release our second record on this label. Everything's hunky-dory. It's fine. Let's do this. And then very beginning, like February-ish is when we kind of got the news that things were yeah. unfolding. Yeah, so it was wow. basically, yeah. I don't, we don't know the business side of it, yeah. but the label folded. Mm-hmm. So we were left with, like, just, we had no idea what to do. So mm-hmm. it's this confusing, like, joint venture thing where basically Big Machine partnered with Universal, mm-hmm. and that's how Dot came about. So mm-hmm. Universal had the first rights, like, the first right of refusal for us. Mm-hmm. So instead of all the other artists, you know, they all went to Big Machine, but since Universal, it was a COVID. It's so confusing. It's, like so, mm-hmm. so all those they were the umbrella to Big Machine. Yes, okay. yeah, other imprints like Republic or right, yeah. right. Um, Valerie mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So right. basically, we were just waiting for a while. Like, is Universal going to pick us up? Like, are we going to have to go shop a deal? Or like, what are we doing? And then Universal was like super pumped and really wanted um to you know make this record with us but it was this weird like three month period because it's like we had to wait a certain amount legally mm-hmm. to sign stuff and then yeah it was just and so three confusing. months doesn't sound like a crazy oh, it's long in right the world and of, like not being on the charts and exactly not being in people's mm-hmm. ears. staying yeah. relevant faces. like yeah. what do you do to let people know hey we didn't fall off the planet We're earth still here we didn't get dropped exactly We're trying to figure it out like yeah yeah, yeah. and totally. so you know three months doesn't sound like that long but it was and especially mm-hmm. it's almost like you start over a little bit mm-hmm. and we were already starting to make our second record and we already already wanted like a rebrand you know to show that we're not 18 year old girls anymore we're 22 right. we wanted to create a new more mature record and mm-hmm. so doing all of that and starting over completely on a new label was just it was amazing it was exactly what we needed it was the blessing in disguise but at the time, it was just like, oh, my gosh, this is going to take forever. Right. Well, That's what we, it felt like. Right. We always compare it to like, you know, this music industry is such a little bubble and it's really hard to like understand. So it's like if you get laid off from a job mm-hmm. and like sometimes your self-worth gets tied up in your job. Mm-hmm. And so you think, mm-hmm. oh, if I'm not working or I'm not working enough or someone else has a better job then I'm a crappy person, it's mm-hmm. like. No, it's that's just the situation. You're just going to figure out another situation and move along. Right. Mm-hmm. But like that whole it just doesn't feel good. No. But and I and I want right. to say I really appreciated your vlog that you did about oh, the, that you. feeling because I remember like you know when you have such like why one was my number song like it was my mm-hmm. first single and it was a big success and then I had mm-hmm. some, huge yeah. then I had some you know failure songs that didn't really climb the charts and then you know got the boy was huge but then after mm-hmm. that it was like back down to being like why am I not charting like yeah. I, I just had a huge top five like and then now I'm like. And then it, unfortunately, success equals how you feel about yourself and you don't feel good enough. And you're like, like, I'm a nobody and I'm this and that. And then so hearing like seeing your side of like the depression and the pain that went around because it's it's hard. Well, the thing is with the new. So we finished the album with UMG. Mm -hmm. We're going to release it, I think, either the end of this year or early next year. We're super pumped about it. But if we didn't go through that and I didn't go through my depression and all that funky stuff we would not have written the record that we wrote so it's extremely personal extremely raw and the only way that that could have happened so this whole year I feel like has been just a big learning lesson like there's always purpose for pain and whatever like you're if if it's if you have faith in God if it's just whatever it is that keeps you going like just eye on the prize Mm -hmm. and just don't get discouraged but it's so much easier said than done it is isn't it and you get it it can be very confusing and you two are so young Mm -hmm. you two have learned that you are not what you do oh yeah that has been our biggest lesson thank you going through this is the entire reason that we learned that but i i also think you know moving out we moved to nashville from our um home states when we were 17 so by ourselves our families were still in our home states and so i think just it was an accelerated growth, you know, and I right. think just going through the a worst. lot of <laughs> jumping into the music industry, so green, so naive at that age really helped us. But we didn't learn that you aren't what you do until 
until now. this entire I thing. Mean, it's so we're still hard. I mean, it's, yeah. I still have a hard time. Like you're going to always like fight with of that. Course. It's it's first. a choice. It's yeah. totally a choice. Like and the comparison game too. Mm. like oh. I have Trust. to I have like, to unfollow people on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You got to do it. I'm like I can't. You got to do it. And then I'm like and then I get jealous seeing people headlining things and I'm like wait a minute yes. like what like I, gotta, I have to unfollow. Well, and the crazy part is like the person that you're comparing yourself to is comparing themselves to someone else. So it's like right. it's this so whole crazy. cyclical crazy thing. So I've I've unfollowed people that I'm like it's nothing against this person whether it's an you know an actor or whatever. Yeah. I'm just like I just feel badly like about some, myself. Yeah, something <laughs> right. that feeds the negativity something, in myself. Yeah. Yes. So I'm just like, I try to keep it clean. Yeah. How do you guys not, I mean, because right now you guys have an incredible song out. And by the way, Thanks. when I was up north, I was jamming to it. Friends, their song is called Friends Don't. I think it's so catchy and it's so, it's so true. Thanks. It's just like, friends don't do that. You know Aww. what I mean? So it's like, but you're doing this and that. Mm-hmm. But how do you not define, because country charts are the worst things imaginable. I yeah. mean, it's incredibly hard to get on the charts it's incredibly hard to stay on the charts and then make your way up so how are you not defining like chart success for the success of how great that song is right definitely impact on the fans I feel Mm -hmm. like it's very easy to look at a chart and get so wrapped up in what number and who's you know getting ads and who's not getting ads and how many ads are we getting this week Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. but the moment you step on stage and you play to an actual crowd and you see the connection being made Mm -hmm. that's enough for me and that's enough for us to just be able to be like okay it's reaching somebody if it's reaching somebody it'll reach their friends it'll you know what I mean I I feel like our purpose is is being served if we're able to actually sing a song that people relate to yeah but it is hard to like so hard because like right now I think we're 50 something and it's, I mean, the single looks really healthy mm-hmm. and we've got a great team behind it and everything's great. But like whenever you see your friends that are just like crushing it and like, mm-hmm. and you're like, you want to obviously celebrate others, but you're like, but I want to go kick some ass too. Yeah, like, like mm-hmm. you know, but patience is a virtue. I feel like it is. I just, I can't look at the charts cause I'm just like, okay, we, we did our job and our job is to make music Absolutely. and connect with fans and yes. do that. So and now you have to do your job. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they they exactly. Managers and labels in the room right here. Yeah. No, it's, no, it's on y'all. No, it's a team. It, I mean, it definitely is. It's a, it's teamwork and it's yes. hard. And where have you guys, you have to tell me that you guys have fought. We, oh, okay. You're not going to, believe you're not going to believe us. Yeah. Don't, I don't want to hear you guys have never had one fight. No, oh, we've no, no, no. had disagreements, but we've never but, yelled at each other no. or it's never been catty. It's always been like, why do you feel this way? I feel this way because this, yeah. it's, it's actually very grown up and respectful. You can ask anyone in our team. I know. And you know, what's crazy is like everyone it's thinks, crazy. oh, they're two young girls. They fight. Our, our like, they're, the guys fight more than oh, we yeah. do. You like, know, band guys, they, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, our band's amazing, but there's right. more drama with yeah. them than there ever is with us, with us. Mm-hmm. But with us, we have so much respect for each other. Mm-hmm. And like, we we go by the golden rule. Like I'm gonna speak to her the way that I, I would want like. To too, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't ever want. And to. I think it's such a balance. We're definitely the yin to the yang. Like That's she's great. her personality. I'm my personality, and we work. I will say, well. y'all are very two different yes. personalities. Yes. And I would have always thought that you were more the quiet, quieter one. And you're very like you're very she's opinionated, super right? extroverted. Yeah. You know, and it's like it's, I'm so introverted. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but I love it though. But I think you guys are great role models for girls out there. Aww. And, Dudes too, but, and you, you know, too. Like, well, thanks. You too. Um, what's the biggest pet peeve then? You got to give me something. Oh, about Maddie? <laughs> yeah. Oh. She's like, oh, okay. Um, well, never oh, I, I never can did. tell you. No, I can tell you my biggest pet peeve. I think I like to think that I have a poker face. This gal can oh call God. out. No, I'm being dead serious. Like I'm very, I won't say guarded, but I'm reserved and I'm a very private person. And I like to think that I can hide my emotions when I'm upset about something. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. It yeah. makes me so mad, but she's like, I know something's wrong. I'm like, no, it's and not. And she doesn't want to tell me yet. And yeah. so I'm just like, whenever you're ready. Like, I just stare into her <laughs> yeah. soul. Like and I'm like, mom. something whenever is wrong. She, yeah. I don't know. She I don't waits. really have a pet peeve. Oh, shush. I'm like really trying to think. Because, I mean, we've been together for seven years. Yeah. So That's incredible, by the way. So Thanks. And like yeah. still for best two friends. And we still hang out. Like, mm. off the road, on the road. Like, we, like, we're yeah. just best friends. It's almost more mm-hmm. sisters where it's like that close where there's no like no one's going anywhere like we are in it to win it like family at this point 
Yeah. Like you, but, have, you don't have any fears that like Tay's gonna be like tomorrow. She's gonna be like a solo artist. Oh no, <laughs> no. And, and <laughs> it's I, funny. I know she knows I would never do that either. Yeah, <laughs> just like no, we're in it to win it. But um, I don't know. I don't really have any pet peeves. I th- and I mm. think it's because we've been together for so long that mm. if there was a pet peeve, like I've already gotten used to it. Right. Yeah. You know, that's so I don't true. really know exactly. I know. But what I you're do saying. stare into your soul and figure out what's wrong. <sighs> she does. Very she, takes a, she takes a wrench and she just slowly opens my heart up and I'm like stop it I want to keep it yeah. 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 oh. don't do it Maddie you just got engaged yes she did. did I'm so excited we finally Easton's like clapping like dang it um well there's still only got one chance one. left there's still another one there is a Maddie end today <laughs> um so how long are you guys together for give me the whole scoop yeah, like forever. I feel like right. Yes. So we've been together since we were sophomores in high school. Aww. So I met him like a couple months before I met, Tay, or maybe what a year before I met. Yeah, you, like six I months. Like. I feel like. Yeah, not yeah, six months. So True, I yeah. so we were together okay. and then broke up for a year. It was high school, yeah, so yeah, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my senior year, like. He was like trying. I don't know. I was still like madly in love with him, but I was like, and I was not- trying to play matchmaker. I'm very bad at playing. Yeah, Cupid. no, absolutely. <laughs> but I would keep trying to set her up on these dates, and she would always That'd just be, be my like, pet peeve. <laughs> yeah, I'm <laughs> very bad matchmaker. Skills. There we go. I knew you could find one, but I was Perfect. like, no, you gotta you try this one. Try this one. She's like, Mm-mm, no, not, not Jonah. Jonah. Every single uh, time, I would say it's not Jonah. And so aww. then my senior year of high school, we reconnected and got back together. And I was like, well, I'm moving to Nashville, so do you want to just like you know, call it quits. You go to college. And he's like, no. And so he gave me a promise ring Mm -hmm. and had this whole spiel. And so we have stayed together and like, I still like, get giddy around him yeah. and I'm like if I still have a crush on him after seven years it's probably yeah. a good sign you love him and you like him I know That's and important. he's really cute he's just a good one so his personality is almost identical to Tay's yeah. like very like <laughs> even kill like relaxed laid yeah. back but just yeah awesome. but weird that's so sweet I'm very weird, weird. no not weird no. <laughs> <laughs> when are you guys going to be married like well, you, I know you can't tell me the date but like I, this year next year next September is what oh, we're thinking yes. yeah because I'm like all weddings wedding it's gonna be planning so takes so much yeah. and we're on the road I've done it three times so if you want to like any like any advice <laughs> please, please, please some discount. Yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> we don't do Vegas don't do you. <laughs> okay. we I like found it. a little like barn out in Nashville that's really cute. cute and so I think we're just gonna we just want something really casual yeah. I just want an epic dance party that's all yeah. I want I want to like smooch and say Lord Aww. bless this relationship blah party drink dance be done mm-hmm. I love I that want. and then when are <laughs> and the kids oh, oh my kids. god so so Joan and I we had a handshake on uh, four <laughs> years um, okay we said like 27 would be like the minimum age. We joke okay. that we're going to get pregnant at the same time so we can rock the bumps on stage. That's yeah. cute. Yeah. Well, and cute. we and can scheduling exactly. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they can all be best friends. Make it easy on stuff. our manager, you know. Yeah. yeah no. Totally. Haley's like, oh, she'll have to choose which delivery room to go to. That'll be interesting. Oh my <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. No, but 27's good though. Yeah. But that, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be more like 30s for us. Yeah. I just, I want a lot of kids. I just don't want them for a long time. Well, if you want a lot of kids, you should do it before. Because th- it's like past right. 35, right? Right, right, it's right. Like it, yes. You start to get, I mean, past 35, you're geriatric pregnancy and the risks go up. And so it's <laughs> it becomes like a higher. Because that's why I sound like I want to be done at 35. So yeah. luckily uh-huh. I pop this out in November, right before 35. Yeah. So, but yeah. But I mean, like how many kids are we talking? <sighs> Well, well, this is the thing. Yeah, Jonah comes from a really big family. He's one of five children. Mm. Wow. And all birthed naturally by mm-hmm. his awesome mom. Yeah. Naturally? Naturally. Get an epidural. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ain't playing those games. No. no. Mm-mm. Um, Second I felt a contraction, I'm like, order, please. <laughs> yeah. One epidural, please. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I think, I mean, well, Tay and I both, like, we. I think we want three, both of us. Cute. Yeah. Right? Minimum. Minimum's Aww. three. Yeah. Minimum okay. is three. Because, like, two, I grew up with one sister, and that was, like, I love my sister, but it was a little boring. So, like, if we were mad at each other, it was, like, tough. You're just going to have to be by yourself, or right. you can get along with your sister, and that wasn't a great option either. And see, so. I have two brothers, so I feel like three was a good, mm-hmm. was a good number. Good number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello. And I say, hi guys. Hi guys. Are you still here? Jesse? Jesse. Yes. No, I'm not. No. I like the, I like the name change. No, I'm not. So it's so funny because around the same time, I just had a crazy 
year of change, which mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for. Because around the same time as the label thing happened, I had a three-year relationship, committed relationship Jackie. end. Yeah, Jackie, not yeah, Jesse. I know, I know, Jackie. Um, I, I know you do. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I was trying to be. <laughs> I know, you Jackie's know. Jackie's so sweet. Yes, he is. And he w- he went through a lot. Um, he just got, he dealt with cancer. He did. He he dealt with cancer. Did you know about that? Like, were you all still together when he was going through chemo yes, and stuff? Yes, yes. Wow. So when we first found out that he had cancer, it was October of 2016, which was six months after his mom had just passed away. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. From cancer? or From, from cancer. Oh. Yeah. So we found out oh. in October, and then he had it removed in December. Okay. And then at that point, he was cancer-free. Um, but okay. then around the time that we split up in August... Why did you guys split? He he ended it. Why? He just felt like he needed some soul-searching to do. He mm-hmm. said it himself. He was very lost and just needed to... Was that t- I mean, that's got to be tough because you were going through your stuff. Yes, and, exactly. Yeah, so I was kind it was of... a double whammy. It was a double whammy, but... Thank goodness, because our record is awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I, you know, I, I'm so thankful because it's hard. You know, people, are you all OK now? Um, No, she's I, like, um, no, we're not on speaking terms, but <laughs> oh, I would never, I'm sorry. I would never wish any animosity towards yeah. him or anyone. But, right. you know, it's funny because people always say you have to go through the stages of grief like you have to get angry and you have to. And I just don't. I don't necessarily believe in that. I was never at any point mad. I was obviously sad and I was like, oh man, this sucks because change sucks. But I was already going through change with my career. So it was almost like, get it all out of the way. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, this is nothing, you know? Um, It was very hard. It was very hard. But, you know, I just had a perspective of like, he's kind of doing me a favor because he's releasing me to go find the person that I'm supposed to be with, you know? Yeah, and so, the, woman, uh-huh. the woman that you're growing into be, too. Exactly. And I, I love this Tay. Of being best friends for seven years, this is my favorite Tay. And I think it's yours, say. too. Oh, it's my favorite version of myself. I've Just never strong felt strong. I have no fears. Exactly. And I'm still very reserved, but more to the point of I can... You know, I can share my feelings and I can let people in and it's yeah. it's awesome. So oh, you're you. you're single as can be. No, no, no. I'm actually very much in love. What? Which is yes, yes. thanks guys. <laughs> which is why I'm like, thank you, because you let me go find the person that God created for me, which is so Ooh. you know, um his name's Josh. Josh. Joshua Peter. Where's he from? Very Christian uh, name. Yeah. He, <laughs> and he loved Jesus. What'd you say, Jen? I said, where's he's where is he from? Um, originally B- Buffalo, New York, but okay, yeah. So he, he lives in Nashville now. Is he an artist? No, he's, oh thank goodness, he's a songwriter. You oh probably know him. Oh. maybe probably. That's really cute. Thanks. And how long have you guys been dating for? Um, since March, <laughs> but you know we definitely lived friends. Don't so we met. I mean, we actually met like four years ago. Sorry, on radio tour. Yeah, in okay. passing because he was playing guitar out on the road, and it was like. You know, we kind of hung out in the same crowd, but never really talked to each other. And then we wrote together for the first time in October. Oh, those writing sessions. But I had been, <laughs> And I those called it the so first nature. session. I was like, he is so into you. And she's like, no, nah, yeah. nah. But we had mm-hmm. both just gotten out of relationships and we're just like. Sometimes that's the best time. And you yeah. know, it's so unexpected and yeah. we fought it for a really long time. So we did the dance until December. And then we went on our first date in December and then continued to do the dance of like. Friends don't. Friends don't. Friends but don't we do, do but we don't. Yeah. So then we officially started dating in March. And yeah, guys, real love is good when I it's real. So when it's real. Proud. Yeah. You guys are just like in such a good space. There's Thank a great you. energy Aww, to you guys. Like, thanks. You I already really, got to go through a lot of shit. No, it's okay. It's but it's like you really it, that makes you appreciate it. It makes you grow. It makes you become, you know, the, the woman like I feel like. As a woman, you have to go through things to make yourself even more beautiful. And totally. like you guys are just you guys look amazing. You're stunning. Like your song Thank Friends you. Don't is fantastic. And I know I'm excited. Easton is so excited for yeah. your <laughs> new record to be coming out. Oh yeah. Oh Easton, we're gonna get you awesome. for your crushes. I, I just wanted to tell you guys uh, <laughs> Oh yes, I love <laughs> I have to stand I'm up so for this. Excited. I love that you stood up. <laughs> Um, like, hi, my name is Easton. Yeah. And we just <laughs> like, no, fr- you're awesome. Friends Dote is a jam. Uh, Girl in a Country Song is a jam. Uh, Shut Up and Fish is a jam. But you know, my my favorite song right now is uh, No Place Like You. (gasps) That song, like that song must get the most killer 
like reaction live because like it's a lot of fun to play live. Oh yeah. my god, the sun comes <laughs> up yeah. and it sinks back down. Oh my gosh, oh my I god. love you. Like I I told Janice the other day, like I'm a new Jack country fan. Like I was not into country until very recently, but like, like her music and like when I first searched up in fish, I was like, Oh my God, these girls have it. And like no no place like you, especially, I don't know. It's just like, like that song is, you have a lot of music that like makes people feel really excited. And like, I almost like punch my way through the windshield when I hear that song. It's so, because oh it's so exciting. Like no place like you, you know, like, that kind of thing. You Can dove. Can we bring you on the road as <laughs> our hype man? Because oh my god, Ethan, you dove right in though to not be a country fan and then go to shut up and fish. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm proud Whoa. of you, friend. You know, it's it because it um it makes me feel like nostalgic and like a, a warm memory about something I've never experienced. <laughs> like I'm, yeah. I'm from like Northern California, like in a beach town. Like I, I don't so go there's fishing. No fishing yeah. There's no fishing. There's no, uh, I don't take my truck out to the edge of town and like turn on the taillights and you know, like, that's I don't, okay. don't, do that's that okay. that's I don't not, know why people started putting I don't that in songs. I don't, ha- I don't have don't any do of those experiences, but I love this. Like, why girl in a country song is me. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's so, <laughs> so good. Uh, anyway, just like, like you guys got me really like deep into this oh music. Yes. I appreciate it. I appreciate that well, I'm so excited much. for you to hear the new album. Oh, I can't wait. I can't and thank wait. you for writing real, vulnerable, your feelings. Aww. Thank I, you. I think that's what, that's what people relate to. That's what people want to feel. Because it's like they, they've gone through the things that you guys have gone through. And they want to feel the same thing. I you think know? So. that's the big, like, misconception it, did I say they're at the right way? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I always feel like I mispronounce that word every time. Um, but people think just because you're in the public eye that you don't struggle, you don't have anything like, no, it is almost more, mm-hmm. I would say, than, you know, regular. But um, mm-hmm. that's our, that's kind of why we put out that video on YouTube, just kind of explaining everything. Cause, and I mean, the cool thing with this podcast is it's very, raw unfiltered and like you said I feel like that's how people connect and like if we're just like if we're not what we do we are who we are this is not gonna make sense but I understand if you're you're singing a song that you haven't related to or you haven't been through people aren't gonna buy it exactly right literally buy it you have to buy it yeah you have to like feel it yeah Totally. Own it. But I love you girls. Thank you for you coming so in. You are so sweet. You guys uh, download Friends Don't. Their album is going to be coming out early next year. Check it out. Yes. Maddie and Tay. Thanks, Jen. Woo-hoo! Thanks, Easton. Okay, so I love vitamins, but I also get super over- overwhelmed when I'm in a vitamin shop. I feel like there's just so many different kinds and you don't know which ones are good for you or like if you just wanted to be very specific to what you need, but you feel like, why do I need to be taking all these other vitamins? Well, that's why I love Care of Vitamins. You take a five-minute quiz. It's really fun too, and it figures out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. So you don't need to be taking vitamins that you don't really need. And that's why I love it. So I take vitamin D. I take something else for my skin, for my hair, and then also for to help with just digestion. For 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter Kramer. That's TakeCareOf.com and enter Kramer for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. TakeCareOf.com and enter Kramer. Oh, my gosh. Those I, girls. I love them. Their energy is off the charts. I just love the fact that they've been through it all because, yeah. you know, because they had, I mean, Jen, a girl in a country song was ginormous. I mean, it was huge. They were everywhere. It was, it was a ginormo, ginormous song. Mm-hmm. And for that to be their first thing, it's like if they would have just kept having those hits, which yeah, it would have been amazing for them. But they right. wouldn't be making the music they're making now. And let me tell you guys, I just heard a sneak peek song that's going to be one of their next, either the second or third single. It's incredible. I mean, they I, are writing with like confidence and experience mm-hmm. and passion. And it's like maturity. It's maturity. Yeah. It's like that's, and it's so great to see because they're growing and their fans are growing with them and they're just, and I'm really, I'm, I'm happy, you know, I'm obviously I'm, so happy that Maddie is engaged and so sweet. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited for her, but Tay is a different person now. I mean, she's just, she's lighter. She's, um, I'm really, I'm really happy for her. You can definitely tell that heartbreak sometimes can be yeah. the best thing for you. It's the best growth. And those girls are so grounded they for are. being so young. Well, and here's the thing Very too, ambitious. like in the beginning when a group comes out like that, you're like, mm-hmm. 
I give them two years yeah. to fight, break up and be over. And it's just, and it's like, you never hear from them again, but no, these girls are fighting through it. And I give them so much props for that. And the fact that they've remained literally sisters in it. So I was just going to say their friendship, we should all take away something from that. Those we need to be friends with our girlfriends, the way those, those two support each other. Yeah. I mean, I strive to do that always, but you know, sometimes it, sometimes it's hard. It's hard. It's super hard. But those girls are a great example. Yeah. I love them. Okay. It is time for you guys to thread up. Thread up is the largest online consignment and thrift store with all of your favorite brands for up to 90% off estimated retail retail price. They have thousands of items arriving every day from brands like Free People, my favorite, Kate Spade, Lululemon, Obsessed, and Gap. If you go to threadup.com slash Jana today, you'll get an extra 25% off your first order. Once you sign up, ThreadUp makes it really easy to find what you want by showing you items in your size and favorite brands. Their prices are seriously incredible. You can get a J. Crew top for $10 an anthropology skirt for $12 and a Nike workout leggings for only 19 bucks. If you sign up now, you'll get an extra 25% off your first order at threadup.com slash Jana. That's threadup.com slash Jana. Head over to threadup.com slash Jana for an extra 25% off today. If you love to shop, then you need to check out these deals on ThreadUp because they're the brands I love and I know you guys will love it too. Head to threadup.com slash Jana for an extra 25% off your first order. That's T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash Jana. It's spelled T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash Jana for an extra 25% off today. Hey, Easton, will you please read and um, let's get an email in because I love I love my listener emails. And by the way, please email me at Jana at iHeartMedia.com. Any questions that you want us to answer your emails? This one's from Taylor. Give it a give it a go, Easton. Don't right. mess it up. <laughs> this is my bit, my big chance. I hope I don't let you down. <laughs> oh, Easton. Hey, Jana. Hey. I'll, I'll start off by saying I'm a huge fan and actually met you at the Ponderosa Lodge in Portland, Oregon back in 2012. You were so sweet and inspiring and still are. I love your podcast and I really relate to your relationship with your husband. I feel like there's a lot of trust issues, miscommunication and manipulation. We're just not on the same page. I'm so confused as to why he chooses to sit and play video games instead of have, instead of have sex with me. What like, did that word make you nervous? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? I'm 27 years old, tall, skinny and cute. I'm like you. I want to have sex more than he does. And I don't get it. When I talk to him about it, he gets very defensive and shuts down. He always says I'm beautiful and sexy, but never wants to hang out with me or have sex. He'd rather play video games. He's huge into making me feel guilty for asking for help. I've asked him to go see someone with me and he refuses. So I need help trying to get him to agree to go with me. How should I convince him? Ooh, I'll let you go first. I have a lot to say. (laughs) Jen, I love you. Um, Okay, Taylor. Number one, I appreciate you talking to your husband and asking him for what you need. I think that's a huge gift that you're giving him by asking him what you need. I think it's really disappointing that he's just straight up refusing to go to therapy, but also more so not giving you what you need when you're asking him what you need. Um, You know, maybe if I will say this, if you're yelling at him in a big argument and that's how you're telling him what you need, maybe he's just not hearing you. So my advice would be to sit down with him, not ang- not angry and not super triggered or upset and just be like, hey, I really need to talk to you. And if you've done that and he's still not being receptive to you and still being that way, then then you have to, I mean, to me, you ought to really look at your marriage and be like, is that something that I want to live with, with someone who I've sat down, been vulnerable with, and, you know, he he doesn't want to go talk to someone. I mean, right, Jen? I agree a hundred percent. This is coming, you know, I'm a, I'm a psychologist, but I'm, I also was in a marriage and went to therapy. If you cannot force someone mm-hmm. to go to therapy, you yeah. cannot force them to be open to it. You cannot force them to grow as a person. And if they don't want to go after you have expressed your needs to go talk with somebody and try and grow through this issue you're having, then you do. You have to sit and evaluate 
your marriage and where you want to be and what you need out of life. Yeah, I agree. Bottom line. Yeah. Yeah. And again, just, you know, make sure you're not, because sometimes when I was trying to tell my husband what I need, he would, I would be saying it from a very angry place and he wouldn't hear that. He would just hear it as me nagging or me bitching to him. Right. Like if you come to him and really sit down and be like, I'm at the point where I don't think I can be in this relationship anymore because I've asked you these things and you're still not willing to work. If he doesn't get off the fucking couch and Mm -hmm. put down his fucking remote controller, walk the fuck out the door. (laughs) Taylor, listen to Jana right now. Telling you. Seriously. I'm telling you, you're 27 years old. You are tall, skinny, and cute, like you said. Mm -hmm. You want to have sex? I'm telling you, there is going to be someone out there. That wants to have sex with you too, okay? <laughs> right, because if he doesn't wake up and go to therapy with you so you guys can work this out and you don't leave, yeah. you're going to be 40 saying the same thing. Yes, and I'm and not an advocate for divorce. I'm not saying get divorced, but I'm saying to sit down and communicate and talk to your husband. If he yeah. is not willing to work, why do you want to stay in that kind of situation? All right. That just made me so angry. I'm done with the show. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm done. I'm going home and I'm going to go yell at my husband for something. I don't know what, but I'm going to find something to argue about him with. <laughs> um, Jen, I love you. I'm glad you're back. I miss you babe. and I love you. I Thank love you. you. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to wind down next week because we've got some stuff to talk about. We sure do. Until next time.